Hey everyone, this is Scott from dvc-rental.com. As you know, we're your go-to place for all Disney travel, and if you've ever thought of taking a beach holiday, make sure you also look into us as we have Disney's Vero Beach, which is on the Atlantic down in Florida, or we also have Disney's Hilton Head Resort in South Carolina. Again, that's dvc-rental.com. Hello, welcome to the Dub D Dub Review, and I'm your host, Chris Malik, and I'm joined by my co-host, Peter Ponacorvo. How are you, Peter? Good, how about you? Like the old days, me and you today, right, brother? Yeah. Look at this. Well, somebody went to go see Aladdin. <laughs> she did. She kind of abandoned us today. Whatever. Well, it's her loss, because we got something really cool cooking up for today. Before we get into... Were eating? The... I didn't prepare dinner for you, Pete. I'm sorry. You said cooking up i did I did not. man come on what the heck i did i did you can't say something like that and then not have food that's, well we're recording and it's bro. past your dinner time anyways so it's past your dinner yeah time. i haven't had dinner yet so i'm just saying okay well maybe i should have you come over for dinner later after the show i'll order something um peter i what? want you to rank your disney parks let's just talk about like disneyland as a whole walt disney world as a whole shanghai uh tokyo and Disneyland Paris. Combine them okay. as a whole. Rank them from top to bottom, if you would, please. Now, I know that's hard because Walt Disney World's got four parks. Six, you know, six. Right, are you, so you're talking like in order of what I want to see or my favorites? Yeah, let's do this. Since you've only been to Walt Disney World. Yeah, I've only been to the world. That's cool. So let's say that I pulled out the WDW Review credit card out of like the vault, and I was like... You can go anywhere you want that a dollar forty nine will get you. So pick your parks in order of where you want to go. Okay. Um, Tokyo. Okay. Land. Paris. Shanghai. Okay. Well, that would that that makes sense. You know, Tokyo is really cool. They've got. Uh, well, I've 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 seen some videos from Tokyo Disney Sea. Okay. And phenomenal. Like honestly, phenomenal, right? Yeah, I I want to see Disney Sea. Okay, big like more than any other park. Okay, Disneyland, of course, number two because well, that's Walt's park. Yep, I have not been there yet. I need to be there eventually in my life. But um, Disneyland Paris, I've never been to Europe. Why not? Okay. Start there. Okay. And then Shanghai, I... <sighs> okay. You know How what? do I put this without insulting Yeah, I was going to try and stop you. <laughs> I was going to stop you right there before you did that. But like, you... I don't... I don't. Shanghai is... It's interesting to me, but... Yeah, you know, I... I don't know. It just... It doesn't hold the... The mystique that the others do for me, I guess. You know that's probably accurate, and and you know you read some of the, the the news on Shanghai, and not all of it's great. There are some things that 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 just kind of make you go, you know, I'm, that that's not good, you know. But of course, that could just be, 
you know, it could be fake news legitimately. It could be, you know, I think that sometimes the Disney fanboy community, when they find something they want to pick on, they really jump on it as if, like, I can outdo you in terms of what's bad. But um, what if I told you that today I've got a guest on, and, I mean, you know she's on, but we're going to visit one of the parks, okay? We're going to go outside. Is it one of the parks or two parks? We're going to go to two parks and probably to a village and staying on property, and we're going to see one of the classic cities in Europe. So, Jan Gerbers. Jan, how are you? I'm great. How are you guys? We're good. That was a long run-up to introduce you to say... Yeah, it really is. Right? It was a long, long road. Well, you know what, though? That was cool because, honestly, I, I don't know if you were even prepared for the uh, visiting, and Disneyland Paris is where we're going to visit today. But what makes Disneyland Paris really cool is Jan was just on a trip. Now, Jan, was this business? Was this for fun? Describe to me your trip to Disneyland Paris, if you would. Sure. So it was both. Um, My mom came to me in August of last year, and she said, I've been saving money for years, and I want to go to Disneyland Paris. And I said, you know, I think I can make that happen, because I have to go to Europe for work next year. So I actually flew into Heathrow and spent a night outskirts of London, went on a business trip Monday, and took the train then to Brussels, Belgium, and spent four days in Brussels um, for work. And mom flew over that week, and then on Saturday, May 4th, we went to Paris. So we spent three days in Paris and three days at Disneyland Paris. So, so mom had the so idea. It wasn't, it wasn't you, it was mom. Yes. No, it was mom. Wow. And I think I've met your mom before. Did she come to Indy last year? Yes, she did. I, I think I might even yes, have she did. I might have a picture with her. Okay, very, very cool. Yeah. So she's so a mom's super... So the Disney- reason, though, that... I got involved in Disney. Mom took me Good. to Disney for the first time, and, and probably I was probably four years old. Okay. And as much as um, I love Disney, I think Mom loves it just as much. And most of the time when I go, my mom and I will take my girls to Disney. My husband will go once every four or five years, but it's just not his thing. So he'd much rather I just picked up the girls and Mom and went without him. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. Is this your mom's sure first? My wife would feel the same way, but <laughs> she wouldn't trust me to spend money. Yeah. So, Jan, yeah. is is this your mom's first trip to Disneyland Paris? I mean, she said she's saving up money, so it must be correct. Yes. Okay. Yes, it was. Okay. So she presented you the the idea. You were going for business, and you said, "Yeah, well, I'm there. I could take a little diversion." So, really cool. You're in Paris, so you meet her. Where, where did she fly into? What airport? So mom flew into Brussels, and we spent a couple days there towards the end of my business trip. It just worked out well because one of the guys I was with, his wife came over. So she and mom got to fly together and go through Atlanta together and um, make the whole trip together, which was great. They didn't have to travel alone. Yeah. And then Saturday morning, we all, five of us, got on the the train together and went to Paris. So high speed? Yes. Wow. So is, what is that called? We're supposed to get one of those. Is that, is that the TGV? Is that what it's called, Jan? Yes, there's different ones. I think the one that we call, we went on was called Thallus, and I think it was only about an hour. But I also took the same train from London to Brussels, and that was two hours. And I do think that one was the TGV. Wow. Well, before we get any further, I mean, I just think it's really cool. And Pete, your mom has come down vacation for you my mm-hmm. mom and my dad were always kind of like on their own trip so we haven't done a lot of vacationing as a family 
and my mom is going to actually here. My mom's going to come with us to Indy this year, and she's going to join the crew down in in Indy for the Indy Disney Meet in September. But I yeah, am this year. She comes, not the year I'm there. <laughs> well, she'd be talking to you the whole time, Pete. She'd be ignoring me at that point. That's not my problem. <laughs> she likes, she likes better. me better. You so, should have been a better son. <laughs> Jan, I am completely Sorry. jealous of you for at least spending you know a little bit of time in Paris. But like, you got to spend time in Brussels, Paris, and Disneyland Paris with your mom. Like, that's awesome. What a what a cool trip that is. Yeah. Was yeah. It was great. So, so tell me. I mean, we're going to pass Brussels for now, and I th- and not that like we're like we're we're going to compete against Rick Steves for the Brussels European Travel Program, but I want to talk about Paris specifically because there that was really the draw. When we, my wife and I, I should say this: we're going as well too. We're going towards the end of the year. It's going to be a New Year's trip to Paris, the Malik family, and actually another. Uh, a listener of the show and member of the EdKai community, Mark Eddington, is taking his family towards the end of November, early December, for a wedding anniversary. So we've got a couple people in EdCat that once we heard you were going to Disneyland Paris, it was like our ears perked up and we're like, what? We need some tips here. So we're going at the end of the year. and But the draw is Disneyland. But really the draw is Paris as well. Because like in Orlando... Like, Walt Disney World is Orlando. Yes, there's Universal, SeaWorld, uh, other things in Orlando. But, like, when it comes to, like, Paris, like, Disneyland is just a side note. It's not, like, the main draw. So, tell us, like, where did you stay? And, like, what did you do in in uh, in, in the city of Paris? So, we stayed at a boutique hotel that was called Hotel Jardin Le Bray. Okay. It was near the Luxembourg Gardens. Okay. And it was perfect. And the first thing to remember, I guess, with Paris is all the hotels are going to be tiny. So just be prepared for very tiny and um, elevators that you can fit one person in one person, piece of luggage. That's about it. Okay. Um, but that's so all you need. Just me. Just you. Just no me. luggage, yes. Peter. No just luggage. You, <laughs> just you. I, I guarantee probably just you, Pete. This is why I can't have to go die. there. Okay. <laughs> Pete and Jan, can I interrupt you for one second? I, I can completely, I completely echo that. <laughs> the last time I was in Disneyland Paris was like 17 years ago. We went a split stay, like four days in London and like four days in Paris. We got to our hotel in London. Now, I know obviously London and Paris are separate. The room was so small. The bathroom was so small that in order for me to use the toilet, I had to have one foot in the tub and sitting because it was that close to the toilet so i can guarantee like european bathroom and room sizes are not like american it is completely crazy and small not heat friendly apparently no way you're gonna have a hard time so anyway so you're at the boutique hotel okay so what did you see in the city first so the first day we were there we went to the orsay museum okay and the eiffel tower okay the and we had decided early on we weren't going to go up into the tower we really just wanted to get to it and see it mm-hmm. and that's that's what we did and about the time we got there it started hailing which was lovely the weather was not great at all we had a lot of rain but you throw on a poncho or you grab a umbrella and you just go with it just like you would in orlando mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why did you want to go up um, to the top of the eiffel tower jan well my plan was you could do Go to the top of the Eiffel Tower, 
or you could do the Montparnasse Tower, which has a quick elevator, and then you can see the city, and the Eiffel Tower is in your view. Okay. So that was my original plan. And everything I've seen about the Eiffel Tower, there's two- and three-hour waits to get up into the tower. And with only being there a couple days, mm. I just didn't want to waste that time. Okay. So, ironically, though, the Montparnasse Tower was the one thing we never made it to. Wow. But okay. I was okay with that. Yeah. And, yeah. and it sounds like with your business, you, you may, in fact, have multiple trips overseas. So that's maybe not a one-and-done type situation in Paris for you. It, would, would that be accurate, or was that a one-and-done? Well, from a business standpoint, I probably won't be going back anytime soon. But now that I've gone, the kids, of course, are begging to go to Paris. Gotcha. So we may try that before my oldest graduates high school. She's finishing up her freshman year this year. Okay. But we will see. Would your husband have gone to this Disneyland trip if it was Paris, if it wasn't just a business situation? Would he have been interested here? Yes, I think so. He's been to Disneyland with us. We've, We've done Disneyland three times two is a family okay um and paris disneyland is much like california disneyland in terms of size mm-hmm. and so yeah i think he would enjoy this one okay peter so you've never been to, to europe where would paris rank on your list of cities to visit we're talking like london rome you're talking um, athens madrid where are you talking in, where does paris rank Top five to seven, maybe. Okay, so it's not a headliner, right? Well, but we have to realize, like, I was raised in an Italian house, so like, I'm I want to see Rome, I want to see Venice. Gotcha. You know, I, there's there's cities that I really want to see. Mm-hmm. Paris is on that list, but it's not the absolute top of my list, only because like I've heard stories from family members that have gone to some of these other cities like there's a town with the same last name as mine i kind of like to see that i think that'd be cool to get a picture of me next to this this town sign cool now what happens pete if i throw the word disneyland into the city of paris does that move it up the list um yeah well you know (laughs) (laughs) for show purposes right for research purposes it it, it would yeah i I can write it off or something. Yeah, of course. But <laughs> no, <it's, laughs> um, I, I would. I actually tried to get my wife to go to Disneyland Paris a couple of years ago. She was not interested in it. Okay. Well, n- now that now that the show's been going on for so long, maybe you can convince her again. You know, you can try something new here, right? Yeah, I can't get her to listen to the show. You think she's going to be willing to go to Good Disneyland point. Paris? Good point. Because of the show. Well. Well, Pete and Jan, let me tell you how I got my family to go, or what my, my rationale was, at least to, to book this trip in January. And it's not like a fatalistic view, but I realized my kids are in eighth grade, they're going to freshman year of high school. And my nephew, my oldest nephew, legitimately just turned 21. I could remember pushing him in a buggy around a par three golf course, and it seemed like yesterday. The chances of that young man going on vacation with his mom and his dad are so slim right now. So, Jan, much like your thoughts about the one before graduation, I thought, you know, while they're still young enough to really enjoy seeing the characters, seeing Mickey and Donald, and while my youngest, who is seven years old, really still believes in the magic and loves the princesses and loves the characters, I was like, yeah, this is going to be expensive. There's no doubt about it. This is a really expensive trip. We're flying five of us overseas, staying for nine nights, and we're going to go to... Disneyland for, uh, uh, I think it's, I'm going to buy a four-day ticket. We're going to go two to each park, and then we'll probably spend one of the days 
in a park half the time and walking around the resorts. But it was like, if I don't do it now, how many years do I have until my kids are in college and may not be as interested? You know, when were you guys? How old were you when, like, trips with mom and dad became less interesting? You know, like, late teens? Is that about accurate, what you think? See, I took, I brought my mom down here for her birthday. Well, no, it was just a trip for her. Um, That was two years ago mm-hmm. so i was 40 you're not helping me pete jan how about yeah, you well, did, you know did you, you ever didn't ask me to help you you asked me to answer your question <laughs> jan did you ever become like some I, teenager help me out here would you i think the last trip i took with my parents my whole family was i was 21 and ironically we went to disneyland in california and las vegas Okay, so there is a timetable ticket, and I thought, while they're still young enough, I wanted them to enjoy it. And yeah, it's setting us back a fortune, but you know, I, I can't, I can make more money, and but I can't make more time. So I figured, okay, well, I have the time, Very I can, true. I can make more money, you know. So, all right, so Jen, the Musée d'Orsay on on the on the banks of the Seine, and you are at the. Um, the base of the Eiffel Tower. Did you see the security guards and all the uh, in the military fatigues with their with their automatic machinery, uh, machine guns and whatnot? Did you see that? No, we oh. didn't actually. We didn't even go in the like the glass enclosure or the plexiglass, whatever the enclosure. Okay. We didn't even get that close. Pete, nothing scares you like being an American tourist standing at the base of the Eiffel Tower and seeing the army with like. AK-47 assault rifles patrolling it for like terrorist attacks and you're like oh my gosh you know you, all of a sudden you get that little cringe that little pang of like 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 nervousness in your belly but we did go to the top so well, that is quite you a- remember you realize I was going in and out of O'Hare airport like when the National Guard was in charge of O'Hare airport right yeah yeah probably craziness there too <laughs> Jim what else did you see Wouldn't in Paris what else did you do? So we also, we did, on the next day, which was the worst, or the busiest, I don't mean the worst, just the busiest, we did the Louvre, the Tuileries Garden, the Orangerie Museum, St. Chapelle, and Notre Dame. Okay. So that was a packed day. I was going to say, when you say the worst, I could only imagine packed, because the Louvre is like a three-day experience in its own right. So you try to blitz them all in one day. Good for you. We did. Bad for you yep. <laughs> in the same day. Talk about Notre Dame. Okay, you, you mentioned it. Did you get to touch the sign that said "Play like a champion" today? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I so want to touch that sign right. just once. All so right. I would. I would never. I would get closer to what I call the real Notre Dame in France versus the Irish one because I'm a Boilermaker. Oh, okay, good girl. Yeah. Yeah. What did you see there? So Notre Dame. So it burned literally eight days before we got there. So that was, you know, I thought, man, I've waited 800 years and I miss it by a week. But you couldn't get really close to it. You had to get on the other side of the river. But we took plenty of pictures. And I was actually really amazed at how much is still there from, you know, all of the concrete outside is still there, stone, concrete. Mm -hmm. It was just really the roof that's missing. But you could see they had tarps over the top of it. You could see where the fire had scorched some of the stonework but it was it was amazing it was still there as much as it was mm-hmm. uh, you posted some pictures didn't you about that uh, on facebook i yes. thought i thought i yeah. saw your pictures and i think i was even thinking the same thing like whoa this still looks like 
like Notre Dame. You know, it, it still looks like the exact same building. It, it, if if I didn't look closely, you'd almost be hard pressed to like say, oh, oh, yeah, I see fire damage because the picture's from so far away. It still looks exactly well. Not, I, no, it's it's not. But like, it still looks just like what you remember it. Except when you get close and you focus in, you're like, oh, oh my gosh, I see the devastation now. You know, so okay, right. Is this the point where you started to make your way to Disneyland Paris? Is this where you checked out of your boutique hotel and checked in over there? No, we still had, that was Sunday. Monday, we still had the full day, and then Tuesday morning is when we went to Disneyland. All right. Take me to Tuesday morning. Take me to Disneyland. What what was that like? Where'd you stay? So we stayed at the Newport Bay Hotel. Okay. And I think from a tip perspective, the first thing we did wrong when we arrived there is we rode the RER from Paris to Disneyland. Mm -hmm. And when we got off, if you think of a a rectangle, we got off on the short side of a rectangle and all we had to do was walk around the corner to the long side. That's where the shuttles are that would take you to your hotel. Oh no. But we didn't know that. Well, we didn't know that. We didn't see any signs. So I asked a security guard. And he says, oh, just go here behind me and walk through the village and you'll get to your hotel. So we drug all of our luggage, probably half a mile, walked to the hotel. And it wasn't until the next morning when we got on the shuttle to go to Disneyland did we realize, oh, that, you know, because the whole time we're walking, we thought we're doing something wrong. There has to be an easier way to do this. But Pete, lesson I'm, learned. Pete, I'm looking at a map right now. So... It looks like the train station almost goes through the center of the complex. And right off the train station is the Disney Village. Is that correct, Jan? Is am I am I looking yeah, at yeah. all right. So then yeah. on a map, if I go to the right, there is a rectangular lake. At the top of the lake there is Disney's Hotel New York, which is gonna become the art of Marvel, actually. Already is. It already is. Okay. They're opening yeah. it though. I thought they were opening it in, in the in the fall. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty, okay. Well, there, you can book it right now, I'm telling you. <laughs> cool. So that hotel is at the top of the rectangle, relatively close to the Disney Village. Just next to that hotel is the Sequoia Lodge. Now, that's a hike in its own right, further away from where the village is at. Beyond that is the Newport Bay Club. So if I'm following this walking path here, even by just, just a, a map view... It would be an exhausting, almost three quarters to a mile walk with luggage, and I do see exactly what she's saying. It literally is a straight road of a shuttle. Oh my gosh, Jan, that's terrible. So mm-hmm. I'm sorry for you. Mm-hmm. So well, I can, well, all right, I'm going to say something that's probably going to insult somebody, but I can already hear like the security guard in the back of my head. Silly American, watch this. <laughs> Chuckling. No, no, you go this way, you go left, you will find it. It's okay. <laughs> he set yeah. you up. Yeah, and then. What made it worse is once we did check in, they gave us the farthest room possible oh, no. from reception, <laughs> and we got all the way to our room, and the key wouldn't work. Oh, no. So, yeah. So I actually left my mom there, walked all the way back to the room, to the reception desk, and my mom laughs about this now, but I wouldn't have said it in front of her. I said, I'm very sorry, but my mother is elderly, and she cannot walk that far. You need to find us a room closer to the elevator. Good, good, good call. <laughs> Good on you, <laughs> right? Mom, yeah, act sick. And they did. I I and could just did. I could just imagine the team of like Pete and Chris. If we were there like for some conference, we'd be walking back, swearing up a storm. You know, we would just walked a mile with our luggage, farthest spot, keys not working. They would understand us anyways, though, right, Pete? They would they would be like, "What are you saying?" No. Right? So, all right. I'm like, who? 
Give us a comparison. Disney's Newport Bay. Give me something on Walt Disney World property that it compares to, like like in terms of like, is it a moderate? Is it a deluxe value? Where, where does it sit? I would say it's moderate deluxe. It's a lot like Beach Club Yacht Club. Okay. Okay. Is and and I once read that like the hotels they're pretty, but they're not as nice inside as the ones at Walt Disney World. Some of them, I understand, are getting the conversion to flat-screen TVs, but some of them still actually have tube TVs, if I read that right, even just a couple months ago. What was the inside like? Describe it to me. So, it had a flat-screen TV. Mm -hmm. It was a really nice room. I liked the setup of it. It was was set up a lot like uh, a moderate would be. I've never stayed in a deluxe. I've only stayed in moderate in value. Um, what was nice about it, though, is when I think of a moderate at Disney World, you've got the curtain and you can see the sinks from the beds. Mm-hmm. And what was nice about this one is as you walked in the door, if you turn left, you went into the bathroom. And if you kept going, you went into the bedroom. So you didn't see the sinks from the bed. So there was a little bit more. Um, yeah, um, like, a, like like not a separation. studio. Yeah, separation. Perfect. Privacy. Privacy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Good. Okay. So the rooms were great. So I, I don't necessarily want to know what you paid, but do you know a ballpark? What would that room in that in that resort go for per night? Do you do you have any idea? I don't because we did it as a package. Okay. So okay, and really just don't. in my research, real quick here, um, that seems to be the main way you book for Disneyland Paris as an American buying packages, Pete. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like you can go on their website and like I'm looking at it right now. You can you can do Disney's Newport Bay Club uh, for two nights. It's up to twenty five percent off in what they call free half board, which is kind of like a standard dining. Okay, you get a buffet breakfast at your hotel, and then you get lunch or dinner each night for each night of your stay. Okay. And that's um, what we did. And then it that's also includes okay. that includes your room, tickets for each day. So if you did two nights, it'd be three days tickets. Three nights is four days. Four nights is five days. Um, they have meet and greets with characters in the hotel as opposed to in the park site, I'm assuming. And then you get fast pass for each member of your party and extra magic hours. Okay, so they really are trying to set you up with one price, make your job, make your life easy, and yeah, it is. And then the longer you stay, the the better the um, the discount becomes on the the lower tier resorts. Okay, so at least that's the way it looks. Jan, how many nights did you stay? We stayed three nights. Okay, three nights. You had three days of tickets then, or four days of tickets. Four, four day, days, right? Okay, so, so three yeah. nights. Yeah, days, so they so. add, they do one for your arrival and one for your departure. So we didn't use the departure day ticket. Okay, so that and became we didn't a have souvenir. Fast passes included. <laughs> well, it you don't get a ticket; you just get your room key. Darn it's it. like the old gotcha. key to the world. Oh, it's all like the old key to the world card. So you did kind of get a, res- yeah. a souvenir. That's cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Like I still have my. I still have my key to the world card from my honeymoon. Okay. So just to make sure everyone's aware, on property, they have the Disneyland Paris Park. They have the Walt Disney Studios Park. 
they have the Disney Village, which is like their shopping. Downtown Disney? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're shopping. Or Disney Springs? You know, it's, it's probably more equivalent to like a downtown Disney, tell you the truth, as opposed to the Springs. But that's their shopping and entertainment area right in the center. And as far as hotels go, they have the Disneyland Hotel, which is their premium hotel. They have the Disney's Hotel New York, which is featuring now the art of Marvel. Disney's Sequoia Lodge, Disney's Newport Bay. They have Disney's... Then they have yeah. Yeah, Hotel Cheyenne and Hotel Santa Fe. And then they have a couple other Disney resorts, but they're located... They're nature 15, resorts. Yeah, like 20 minutes away by car. It's not really... Disney's Davy Crockett Ranch. There you go. I kind of want to see what that looks like. So, but these aren't really, uh, they would be equivalent to a Walt Disney World Resort uh, hotel where essentially you would need transportation. You would simply not be able to walk. These hotels are walkable, but far. Um, The only one that's really on property is the Disneyland Hotel, or I should say, like really convenient on property is the Disneyland Hotel. Everything else requires a little bit of effort to get to. So I would say the Sequoia and the Newport are definitely walkable. We would ride the shuttle there in the morning, but we would walk back home. Okay. But Cheyenne and Hotel Santa Fe are not. That would be something you need a boat for, or you would need some kind of uh, uh, shuttle, correct? Yes. Okay. I, I believe so. I never tried to walk it, but we definitely saw it when we were on the shuttle every day. Okay. Take us to the parks now. So you're, you're a Walt Disney World veteran. You've been to Disneyland, and... This is, you know, Disneyland Paris, where I once saw a documentary where they said our castle has to be, like, like more extravagant than any other castle because people in Europe are used to seeing castles. So this castle really has to blow you away, as well as, like, the, uh, the landscaping and, and all the architecture. So take us to the Disneyland Park before Walt Disney Studios. What did you think? What was your first impression? So... The castle was amazing, and Mom read somewhere that the reason it's pink is because the skies in Paris are always gray, and it would stand out more than a blue castle, so I thought that was interesting. But the castle itself was just really, really beautiful, and like you said, very architectural, nice details. There's no room that you could have had an apartment above it or anything. There is a walkthrough in the castle that is at the top with Sleeping Beauty, but there's not a restaurant or anything like that. Okay, And then the park, it all just reminds me a lot of Disneyland. It's all, like you said, it's all walkable between the two parks and between Disney, downtown Disney area. Um, But everything is the same, but just a little different. Like it's just off a little bit, but you still felt comfortable and you knew where you needed to go because it was laid out in the same way with the hub and spoke system. It's like visiting Bizarro Disney World, isn't it? In a way, we're like, yeah, that's. Yeah. For, wait yeah. a minute, no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's supposed to be on the other side. That's How right. did this get over? This isn't supposed. But to the be funny next part to tomorrow, was, you'd be right? walking. You'd be walking. You'd be where? Well, the Jungle Cruise is supposed to be here. Where's the Jungle Cruise or the Tiki Room? Where's the Tiki Room? <laughs> okay, that would be me. Like, um, mansion's supposed to be around the corner. Where is yep. my haunted mansion? So, Jim, what are, what are the lands in uh, in Disneyland Paris? What are they called? So, they have technically five lands, but one is Main Street, which I wouldn't really consider a land. Mm-hmm. And they have Adventureland, Frontierland, Fantasyland, and then Discoveryland instead of Tomorrowland. Okay. So, give us some and of the give us the headliners there before we get to Walt Disney Studios Park. Give us the headline attractions in each one of those, would you? 
Okay, so Frontierland is where you would walk into first, straight to your left, mm-hmm. and there's a huge um, fort there that's like the fort on Tom Sawyer Island, and then it also houses the riverboat, Big Thunder Mountain, and Phantom Manor. So, um, let's see, you want me to go yeah. land by land? Yeah, or do you P- wanna... Peter, okay. Fa- Phantom Manor is their haunted mansion. Yeah, no, I know. Let, yeah. let, let's yeah. st- I recognize the name. Let's stop there then, actually, for right now, before we go to the next land. Compare and contrast, Haunted Mansion, Walt Disney World, Phantom Manor. Which one is is better? What, what's what, what's your rating of, of both? Well, so you have to know, fan, um, Haunted Mansion is my favorite attraction. Okay. So I, I actually, when I planned this vacation slash business trip, I knew I could go any time in the first two quarters of the year. So I put it off as long as possible because Phantom Manor had been closed for 16 to 18 months. Good. And as the time is coming for this trip, it's still closed. It's still closed. Oh, we'll open in April. Oh, we'll op- open in May. It actually opened on Friday, and we arrived on Tuesday. So when I found out that it was going to be open, I was ecstatic. Awesome. Um, I'll just say we wrote it seven times. Oh! And, there, <laughs> yeah, there was never more than a five- to ten-minute wait, which blew me away. I expected it to be an hour or more with it having just opened. Wow. But... It was it was the same but different, like, and I can't say I like one more than the other. They both were just really cool. Um, there's a different storyline with Phantom Manor, but they still have the stretching room. They still have the the doom buggies that you get into and you go through the hallway. They had the Madame Leota room, but it was just a little different. They didn't have the instruments and stuff hanging, and I kind of felt that way with all of the rides was it wasn't quite as embellished. It was just missing a little bit. Mm, interesting. Then, yeah, they had a little bit of the graveyard scene, and they had a new thing, which was kind of an Old West. So they had an apothecary with a mad scientist, and they had a, a mayor and a ticket taker for, like, a county fair. So that was the part that was different in Phantom Manor. But mm. they still had the attic scene, but the Phantom appeared in several different places. So, again, it was the same but different. They had the dining room scene. Okay. Um, well, let's, let, yeah. let's, let's, let's give a number rating. If you had to go 0 to 10, what is the rating of Phantom Manor? It's a 10. It's a 10 Ooh. for me because I love them both. I'd give Haunted Mansion a 10, though, too. Okay, Pete, that's pretty so. strong, though. To give to, It's almost equal yeah. to the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. And it's pretty strong. Yeah. All right. Take us to the next land. Okay, so the next land would be Adventureland, mm-hmm. and this is where you'll find Pirates of the Caribbean, the Indiana Jones ride, there is an Aladdin walkthrough attraction, uh, Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse is there, and then there's a whole area that they call Pirates Beach that's very much like Tom Sawyer Island, just places you can run through the caves and, and see different things there, a huge, cool pirate ship and Skull Rock. It was just very elaborate, really, really cool area. And I think the kids can go and play on the pirate ship okay. as well. I, I they, see. They have a lot of a lot more walkthroughs over there, right? Like walkthrough walkthrough do. attractions are very common there. Yes. And I wish we had some of them. The Aladdin one was super cool. And when we get to Discovery Land, there was another really cool one there as well. Would you say the landscaping at all these and like the details though? Are they just as strong as Florida and California? The outside 
I would definitely say so. It was the indoor rides that were missing a little bit of that special magic, I think. Like they were I don't know I don't know that that's the right terms, but it was still really neat. They just didn't have as many details. If Disney World would have put a hundred things sitting around, Disneyland probably would have put sixty. Hmm, interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah. I would expect the details of like the gardens and the landscaping because again, people in Europe are used to seeing like gardens. Like they're used to seeing uh, you know, impressive structures, and I mean, heck, you you saw the the gardens at Luxembourg, and and you're not far from the Palace of Versailles, you know. So they're used, it's legitimately, like the Palace of yeah. Versailles has got like the greatest gardens in the in the history of the world. They have to compete against that, so it better look really pretty. So I'm not surprised mm-hmm. in that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Did you go on the Indiana Jones ride? We did. It's, it's not <laughs> the same as in California. It's different. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a roller coaster. Okay. Yeah. So you've been to um, Kings Island, I've been, and I would say... I've been on this ride, Jen, the, so that's why I ask you this question. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I would say the Beast was a cakewalk compared to this thing. <laughs> Both of us got off, and we went, well, I'm glad we rode it, but I'm never going again. Yeah, it, it kicks your butt. It was really, really rough. It, it has the tightest, like, loop-de-loops of any roller coaster I've ever been on. And they're not long. It's just, it's like a, a, a G-force, like, like crazy experiment you're going at high speeds and all of a sudden this this quick loop comes out of nowhere and you're like what what is that so yeah okay cool um yeah take us to the next one where are we at now so then you would go over to Fantasyland and Fantasyland <laughs> would have they had Snow White Scary Adventure which is very similar to the one we used to have only in French they had a Pinocchio Dark Ride that is the same type of thing. You ride the little cars. It was a lot like Winnie the Pooh, but with a Pinocchio story to it. They had the carousel. They had Peter Pan's flight, which was almost identical. They had a place where you could meet Mickey Mouse. They had Dumbo, which was actually down when we were there. Teacups and Small World. Let's see. And then the two that are different, they had Alice's Curious Labyrinth, which again was a walkthrough, but it was, it was a maze. So that was really interesting. And they also had Casey's Jr., which was a little train. And probably my favorite thing in that land was, I would call it, it's like the storybook canal ride in California. You just ride a little boat, and there's miniatures of different stories. So they had the little mermaid. Oh, adorable. They had Snow White. Yeah. That was a super cute ride. Peter, and the, the, uh, one, the one Peter in California ahead. is is adorable too. I, it's not it's not Casey. It's the storybook canal boats. It's a, it's an adorable attraction. You sit on this boat and you see all these little miniatures with sounds. It's really cute. It, it's something that's like you don't almost you can't miss. Even if even if you're there with you and Missy, it's like I I just have to do it once, and it's really adorable. Yeah. Okay. Small World was amazing because I like Small World but I think ours is kind of run down and kind of showing its age where this one just seemed fresh and clean and the colors were a lot brighter. So I really liked small world as well. Okay. Did you think the fantasy land was that, was that, um, I know I'm going back to the detail part here, but I would think because a lot of these fairy tales and a lot of those originate from like the brothers Grimm and, and other, you know, frankly, from, from European authors and whatnot. Was that impressive? Was that more impressive than our fantasy land? I would say it's similar. The one thing that was much different was 
the outside of small world was more like the one in California where it's a huge outdoor show place where ours is just a little building that you don't see anything outside. Correct. So, but yeah, they had a lot of details. They had a tiny walk-up counter restaurant that was this huge windmill that was just beautiful. The teacups were in a really neat building with a round kind of dome thing that was really pretty. So yes, they did make everything outside look really, really nice. Okay. We've got one land left. Take us there. So the last land is Discovery Land, and that would be the same kind of in the same position as well as our Tomorrowland. So that's Buzz, Lightyear, uh, Space Mountain is there. They actually have Phil Her Magic in that area, and um, Star Tours is back there. The Autopia drive your own little car thing is also back there. And in the whole area is very steampunk in design. And probably my favorite thing in there was a walkthrough of the Nautilus from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. So you walk down and you're actually in the submarine and seeing the different areas where they would have lived and watched outside to see the octopus coming against the window and and that kind of thing. Hmm, I don't remember that being there when I was there. Really cool. Is is yeah. is Space Mountain? Is that still a theme like Jules Verne's uh, book, or is that now just a full Space Mountain overlay? It is called Star Wars Hyperspace Mountain. Oh, and the cars, so it's like California the cars are A little bit, but the cars were more like a normal roller coaster. They weren't the straight line. They were like two by two, just like a normal roller coaster would be. Gotcha. And I think it was just faster and it's it actually i think is the only um space mountain that has an inverted loop on it okay the i I remember the the background of it and the actual building itself is really really impressive so i don't know if they've dulled that down or changed the color scheme but it was like steampunk looking back then when i don't even know if that was a word back when we visited it we have a picture outside of it and thinking oh that's that's pretty wild that's pretty unique way different than the gray structure in florida so right okay what and was your favorite a little pond um what was my favorite yeah give us in that f- land or anywhere everywhere give us like your top two or three attractions and tell us what mom's was okay so phantom manor for sure mm-hmm. um and then the other thing we both loved was there's a dragon that lives under the castle i really want us to have one of those in disney world um but it's just a giant animatronic that moves and he has smoke coming out that smells like sulfur and um, they just made it this whole little cave thing underneath the castle for him. So that was definitely a highlight as well. Cool. We also, like I said, the storyboat canal was really neat and small world and probably Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. It was just faster and it was longer in duration as well from the one in Florida. Cool. Peter, the one in California, I've always thought it's better than the one in Florida as well too, the Big Thunder out there. So it's, we got two, got two Big Thunders you have to go on to compare. Cool. What about Pirates? What did you think about the Pirates attraction? So I loved Pirates. I think we did it probably three times and it's, it's the same thing. It's the same but different. It's just a little different. It still has most of the same Um, scenes with a couple added scenes maybe okay um red was still there and she is the auctioneer so they did change that around Mm -hmm. and 
Yeah, and in the beginning, there's a, a pirate that kind of is swinging on a rope above your head, and I thought that part was really neat as well. Cool. Okay, so let's let's leave the Disneyland Paris Park, and let's go to Walt Disney Studios, where sometimes these secondary parks actually, through development, because they are like the... Uh, um, the younger child gets more love, and before you know it, it almost has enough attractions to almost overtake Big Brother. What did you think of Walt Disney Studios Park? So it was very much like old school Hollywood studios with okay. the, the rides that were there, and I would say it definitely couldn't overtake Disneyland Park. It's a half day park for sure. Okay, good. Um, good. We, we, yeah. So the the interesting thing with it, it does have a Toy Story Land. But it's completely different than ours. There were three rides in there, and we didn't ride any of them. Um, there's a parachute drop that was down. I was just there looking at that. I'm like, wait a minute. That there's that ride would never get built in this day and age in the U.S. Approved, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like they had it at Riverview, right? They did have a, a parachute drop, yeah. Yeah, that's not going to happen Okay. in this country now. <laughs> Well, Jan, tell us, what are the lands in the studios? What is it called there? What are the, what are the areas called in, in the studios park? So there is the Backlot, Production Courtyard, Toon Studios, and Toy Story Land. Okay. So Toy Story Land's got a parachute drop. What else did it have? It had RC Racer, which was kind of like those, um, like the ship that just goes back and forth like a clock that just goes from, you know, gotcha. 9 to 3 o'clock back and forth. The pirate ship. Half pipe. Power yeah. dive. The galleon. Yes. Okay, very yes. good. And then they also had a slinky dog ride, but it was more like your county fair kitty coaster. So we didn't ride that at all either. Okay. And then there's the um, tune area, which is where the whole Ratatouille area is. And the Ratatouille place was beautiful on the outside. It Having come just from Paris... It looked very much like Paris. It was built with the same stone that they most of the buildings in Paris ha- are built with. There was a really neat fountain out front and an, a really great gift shop and restaurant as well there. Pete, you were excited about this Ratatouille ride, right? So, I am, because, I mean, we're getting it. Okay. Well, so, Jan, give us give us a skinny on it. What yeah, do you think? I mean, what... So, the Ratatouille ride, the best part about it was there was a single rider line, so there was no weight at all. And the worst part was the screen effects, which Uh I went to Universal Studios in October and, you know, loaded up on Dramamine and there were still rides I wouldn't ride. And I felt like Ratatouille kind of fit into that. There was times when you had to close your eyes because you thought you'd get sick. (laughs) My mom actually, mom never gets sick on anything. She'll, she'll ride anything I will. She'll ride things I won't ride. But we, we walked off of it and she said, wow, that, that made me sick. Oh, so it no. was kind of disappointing. Yeah, even with Dramamine, it was disappointing to That's me. But I wanted to like it. I really did. No, because they had the, the trackless ride system in that too, right? Yes. Yes. How was that so, as, as, a, as a ride system? What was that like? It actually reminded me of the Toy Story Mania. Because it would kind of move you into different positions and then move you into a different screened area. And you would see different cars as you went. Maybe there were four cars at a time, and you'd all kind of rotate together to the different screens. Okay. 
architecturally though mm. it was pretty it fit into the park it, it it was absolutely like respectful to you know to parisians and french people yeah. okay okay cool well, as an American, I would say yes. Okay, I guess I guess we should temper that by saying that yeah, we're Americans. So. I mean, Chris, I'm looking at I'm looking at the Disneyland Paris website right now, and I'm just, I'm looking at Ratatouille the Adventure. The picture that they have for this, like legitimately, it looks like the France Pavilion at Epcot. Okay, it yes. it looks like they just took a picture of Epcot's French Pavilion. And stuck a Ratatouille sign on one of the buildings. Okay, I I would think there'd be like super motivation to make sure that's a good looking attraction because like this is a general statement. I'm gonna regret saying this, but like Ratatouille is like the French character. Like like he's from France. He's from Paris. Like that's their guy. You know what I mean? Besides Mickey, of course. But so like they, they want to make sure it looks good. It's it's their guy. It's their city. It's their park. So I'm kind of surprised in a way that you were disappointed, and I trust your judgment on that. And especially, I trust Mom's judgment. If Mom never gets sick, that's that's definitely not good. No bueno. Okay, okay. Um, take us to the next spot. Where are we going to now? So in that same area was Crush's coaster. So that's the other unique thing that they have that we don't have, and the downfall with that is it's very slow loading, so the lines build really quickly. So our thought on that was, we'll get up early, we'll go to extra magic hours, and we'll get straight in line for that. Well, of course, that didn't happen. We decided we would just leisurely get there. We still got there before the park opened, and we thought, well, we'll just get in a single rider line, and it was closed. So I've had that happen with Test Track before, too. It's like they don't open the single rider line until 20, 30 minutes after the park opens. Mm -hmm. So we probably waited 45 minutes for that ride, and it was a super cool ride. Again, if you have motion sickness, you probably want to take Dramamine before you go. But imagine a roller coaster, probably similar to Slinky Dog, but you're in a round ride vehicle that will spin as you go. So it wasn't quite as bad as, oh, that one at Animal Kingdom. I was going <laughs> to say, the, the, I know which one you're talking Triceratops. Yeah. Triceratops. Triceratops spin. Triceratops spin. Yes. Yeah. So it wasn't quite as jerky as that one, but it's kind of the same idea where you are spinning as you're doing the coaster. So that was a pretty cool ride. Okay. Really cool. Is it on like the, that's like a wild mouse track where it goes up and comes back and it it generates its own speed Mm -hmm. as it goes through. Is is that the same kind of track layout, like a wild mouse type, type attraction? Yes. I think that's a good way to say it. Okay. Yeah, it looks like the the cars are supposed to be like turtle shells or turtle something. Shell. I think. Where yeah. where does the tower sit in, in in this park? So the tower would sit um, probably ten eleven o'clock. Third. Okay. Oh, okay. It, so I guess actually it's straight up the center to the left. Okay. So. Yeah. And what land is that and in officially? It, so it would be officially in. Production courtyard. Production like. courtyard. Yeah. Okay. Did you go yeah, on so it? Yeah. So production courtyard. I did not. I don't do tower. I don't even do tower in Florida. And again, that's when I said, "Mom, go ahead and do it." And she says, "No, I, I won't do it." And she'll go in Florida, but she she didn't want me to sit and wait her on her. I guess on this one. Okay. So I can't, I can't say how tower was. Okay. You know what? But describe it to me. What does it What does it look like? Is it a theming? Just the same? It, what does it look like? Exactly the same. Okay. Exactly. Yep. 
the outside has gardens that you walk through to actually enter the building as well? Um, man, I, I doubt it. It looks like we it. We didn't really get close enough. Okay. Yeah. I got I got to tell you, of all the things in Disneyland Paris, like that's the most exciting for me to go on to, that and the Pirates Ride, because they're my favorites in Florida. So I, I just can't wait to see them over there. So really cool. Mm-hmm. What, what, where, where have we missed in the Studios Park? So if we're in Production Courtyard, you'd have Tower of Terror. You also have the, the tram tour, the backlot tour, and Rock and Roller Coaster is in that area as well. Ah, okay, that's right. I asked the, you the question about Rock and Roller Coaster. It still features Aerosmith? Yep. You know, what's funny about that is when you asked that question, I thought, man, I don't remember. Because they have a little bit of the pre-show, so Aerosmith is in the pre-show. But I couldn't remember the song. So I asked Mom... And I, all I said was, do you remember the song they played when we wrote that? And she goes, I can't remember it. But I remember you looking at me afterwards and saying, that wasn't even an Aerosmith song. Oh, <laughs> so, no. I don't know. Yeah. So we'll have to have Mark remember to think about that and let us know when he goes, if he's going next. Okay. But. Okay. Which so, sounds, yeah. The, it's, well, well, it, go ahead, Peter. It's still, it, per, per their website, it still says Rock and Roller Coaster. Starring Aerosmith, so they're still billing okay. it as an Aerosmith attraction. Okay, okay. Jan, is the tr- track just as cool? Is is it? I mean, because I think it's a pretty cool attraction. Is it the same experience? So that's another one where I think the ride is very similar, but it's missing all the props. There's no street signs, and you know the light up, you know, blue black light signs. It's mm-hmm. just like a black roller coaster. Oh man! So that was the, th- yeah, that was they're, kind of the theme I kept thinking was there. Their exterior spots. signage is way cooler than ours, though. You know what? Like yeah. the outside of the building looks way better than ours. Jan, you're right though. In in Florida, you're trying to get to the show in time, so you're going crazy speed through like through like downtown, and part of the fun is like seeing like the signs and stuff like that. This is more like Space Mountain, where it's just a black blackout experience as you're drive as you're uh, going through, right? Okay. Yeah. What's your what? favorite attraction in the park? In, um, so my favorite attraction in, in this one would be Mickey and the Magician. So it wasn't as much an attraction as it was a show. Okay. But Mickey and the Magician was on caliber with Beauty and the Beast at Hollywood Studios. It was just a completely unique show, though. And there was different aspects of it from... They, they did Bippity-Boppity-Boo with Cinderella and the Fairy Godmother. They did Be Our Guest. They did um, The Genie came out and sang Friend Like Me. So there was different songs from different Disney shows. But it was really neat in that a lot of the shows they did there, especially this one, one person would speak English and the other one answer in French. And so you knew what was going on if you spoke one of the two languages, you weren't really missing anything. And in this case, Mickey spoke French the whole time and everyone else would speak English. Oh, okay. That was a question I have written down was, did you ever feel out of place, you know, over there? Did you ever feel like you were on the outside looking in or missing all the inside jokes? No, not at all. They did a really, really good job of making it so you knew what was going on. And 
for example, they have a stitch show that's a lot like Turtle Talk with Crush or Monsters, Inc., and they would have one that was run completely in English and then one that was run completely in French. And I think maybe they only had three English ones a day, but if you went to the English one, you obviously knew what was going on. We accidentally got in line for the French one, and so we just waited it out. We didn't even go in and, and watch the French one. <laughs> Well, you could have made up your own. Yeah. Di- you could have made up your own dialogue as you're going <laughs> along there. So, yeah. All right. Here's my question. My last question that I've got. So, reading reviews, one of the things that is knocked on the whole resort in general is the quality of the food. And though you know, food in Paris and French food is known to be largely really good. They always say that the food in Disneyland Paris isn't even close to even the food in Florida. So give us your impression of the food, not only like quick service, uh, anything from hot dog stand to like fine dining. What did you think about the food there? So I have to agree. It was nothing to write home about. Mm. And so interestingly, we would have the, we had the breakfast every morning at the hotel. That was fine. You know, normal buffet breakfast. But then we had the one free sit-down meal a day, and that's all we ate. We never had snacks. We never stopped at a quick-service restaurant. So the first day, we had uh, dinner in the Aladdin area. of It's Adventureland in Disneyland Park, and it was called Agrabah. And it was just a buffet with Mediterranean foods, and it was by far my favorite meal that we had there. It was really, really good. The, um, you know, just lots of lots of Mediterranean foods, hummus and um, Euro meats, lots of rices, couscous salads, that kind of thing. Okay. Then we also ate at Captain Jack's, which is connected to Pirates of the Caribbean. And when you do the package, they give you a, a level, I guess. So we were on the premium plan. And the only thing that was kind of a bummer with that then is most places you would get an option of two things. So you could have fish or you could have steak, right? They didn't, you couldn't really pick and choose what you wanted. So that was kind of disappointing because it would have been neat to have something different. Mm -hmm. Um, Captain Jack's, we both had the chicken and rice and it was okay. But again, it wasn't, it definitely wasn't the fine dining, you know, that you would get at, at Disney World. It wasn't Ohana. It wasn't. You know, some hmm. of the other places we would love to go in Disney World. And then we also ate at Bistro Chez Remy, I think is what it's called, mm-hmm. which is in the Ratatouille area. And the theming was really great there. But again, your choices were steak with french fries or fish. So we both had the fish. And it was good, but it's probably not what I would have chosen. If I just sat down and, and looked at the menu, I probably would have picked something else. So again, that's just part of, I think, the way they have it set up is the limited menu with the included dining. Hmm. So Chris, I'm going to, I'm going to read you a couple of the, the restaurant names. I'm going to see if any of these sound familiar to you. Okay. Cafe Mickey. Okay. California grill. Okay. Captain's quarters. Okay. Casey's corner. Uh, Crockett's tavern. Earl of sandwich. Five guys. Uh, hang on, McDonald's. Hang on, hang on. Is that a Five Guys burger place? This is. A, yes. That is. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. Yes, it is. Okay. it is the Five Guys you're thinking of. Okay. 
There is a McDonald's. Okay. Planet Hollywood. Rainforest Cafe. Um. St- they they've got Starbucks, of course. Okay. Yeah. So all of those are the Disney Village. Yeah. And then, of course, the one that I probably would have wanted to check out just to see what it was like, because I've heard about it, is Waltz, and that's an American restaurant, but I'd just like to see that restaurant, because I've 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 heard a lot of things about it. And I had reservations for Waltz, and it was closed for refurbishment, and so a few days before we got there, they said, sorry, we thought we would be open, but we're not, so we'll give you an, uh, we've made you a reservation at Captain Jack's, which we already had reservations that day there, so we didn't get to go to Waltz, but it was on the list. Oh, there's one other one, Chrissy, you might recognize. The Gibson Girl Ice Cream Parlor? Gotcha. Okay. So a lot of the the Disneyland restaurants seem to kind of find their way over there, too. Well, you know, the only thing I'm disappointed with, Jan, was you know what, in, in a place like Paris, in a place like France, you would think if the attractions weren't spectacular, if they were great, the food would be spectacular, and it seems like the attractions still are very, very good. But the food's like, like moderate, and and that's super disappointing because you would assume it'd be spectacular, wouldn't you? I mean, that had to be something in your mind where this is going to be great food all yeah. the time. So right, and I did a lot of research um, trying to figure out where we should eat, and I asked mom different things because she's pretty picky with food. And I said, what do you want to do? Here's this choice or this choice. And she goes, let's go for ambiance. Even if the food's not great, let's go for a place that we're not going to get to go back home. Mm. So that's why we chose the ones that we did. Mom's a great vacationer. I got to tell you, she goes yeah. She goes on the rides. She makes the trip up herself. She wants ambiance. Man, mom's a great vacation yeah. person. Um, so yeah. give us your, your final thoughts here on, I guess we would say, not even just the parks and just just the resort as a whole and Disneyland Paris. Give us your final thoughts. So, if it wasn't as far away as it is, it would probably be my my park of choice. Mainly because there were no crowds, you could walk to everything, and there was very little waiting. Now, of course, I did choose to go in a time that was off season, um, but I was blown away by how dead it was we got there the first day at three o'clock and by eight thirty, we'd done everything in disneyland park we wanted to except the discovery land area we just walked on everything hmm. so we loved it absolutely loved it the weather was not great again it does rain a lot in paris and it rained on us um the first day tuesday was beautiful we didn't have rain but the next two days we had lots of rain so i would definitely take shoes that you can get wet i had my um sperry's on the whole time that were my like duck boots okay so that worked for for me but you're you're giving me a little pause right now though because i'm gonna plan on spending four days there so i'm thinking like Mm -hmm. two days in disneyland i was thinking two days in the studios i'll be repeating myself quite a bit if i do two days in studios correct yes all right yes so maybe three days we, is the is the is the number right now, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. And the one thing I would say with the studios is look ahead and see when they offer that Mickey and the Magician because it was apparently open only on Wednesdays and weekends, and we just happened to be going there on a Wednesday. Oh, good tip. So I would not want to miss that. And then there was also some Marvel stuff. If you're into Marvel, they had 
a lot of Marvel things going on at this time um, in the studios as well. But for the most part, I think we did just about everything that we could in in the studios. Okay, good enough for you to want to plan a trip for your kids and your husband to go back with you on your own time. Okay. Yes. Yes. Would you stay, if you had five days, would you stay in Disneyland Resort or would you stay in Paris and take the train back and forth? If you only had to pick one, what would you do? I would, if you want to do stuff in Paris, stay in Paris. If you want to do Disneyland, stay in Disneyland. But even if you went over early in the morning and spent one full day there, spend the night and then went the next day, I would do that. But I wouldn't want to take the train in an hour and do everything and take the train back into Paris. I'd split stay it. Mm -hmm. So that's something we decided. (laughs) I put a post up in our Facebook group. I I was thinking of that, but I hate, once I stay in a place, I don't want to pack up. I I just want to be in a place. So do I stay in Disneyland Resort and travel back to Paris or do the vice versa? So ultimately we rented a flat and it's just outside of, frankly, it's, it's right by, by, Notre Dame, you know, or Notre Dame. Um, and we're going to go back and forth by train for about three days or so or four days just because I don't want to have to pack and unpack. On vacation, it's hard enough, especially when i got three kids in tow. So we're just going to have to just muscle it up every day to do that. But Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter, you have anything else for Jan before we, uh, before we say goodnight? No, but I think I found the restaurant I'm eating at if I ever go there. Where is it? McDonald's. It's called the Steakhouse. Okay. Where is it at? It is. It's in the village. Okay. It is a Chicago-themed steakhouse in Paris. Okay. Like Chicago Steakhouse Premium Steaks. There is a Chicago Sunday. The Chicago menu is a starter, a main course, and a dessert for 39 euros. I mean, like, this is ridiculous. Okay. Do they have neon green relish on hot dogs, Pete? Because that's they like, don't have hot dogs. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay. Um, you would not eat there because this is <laughs> this thinking. is like straight up like steak steaks. <laughs> okay. Main course: grilled fillet of beef, two hundred and fifty grams with king prawn and bernays sauce. Nice. Or grilled butcher's cut and side dishes. Selected meat of the day. <laughs> that's. That is not Chris Malik friendly, but I gotta tell you though, Pete, they, I, they do have. It looks like the, here Scottish thick salmon steak. There you go, fish. Maybe it's because I, I I go to Florida frequently, but Jen, I gotta tell you, I'm super excited to take this trip. And I know the weather is gonna be cold. It won't be it won't be Chicago cold. It won't be Indianapolis cold in winter time. It'll be cold, but I'm super excited to take this trip here. This is this is gonna be unbelievable. They got a vegan burger for you, buddy. Good, good. <laughs> All right. So, Jan, if anyone wanted to contact you, what's the best way, or, or how could they get a hold of you if they had questions? Like, specifically, if me, Mark Eddington and I wanted to bother you about questions, but if there was someone else, how could they get a hold of you? Through the Edcott group, through Facebook. And Mark's already hit me up, so I talk to Mark <laughs> several times a day and give him tips. <laughs> All right. So the Edcott group, E-D-C-O-T, it is the Facebook group. I would like to say it's people who listen to the show, but that's not even required. It's a fun group. It's it's a Disney group. It's more. It's a community. It's wacky. It's fun. It's supportive. If you've not joined, please do so. We welcome everybody. Uh, Peter, anything else, buddy? 
No, not for me. All right. Jan, we appreciate you spending a little time with us today. Uh, this was really cool. I'm super excited. Peter moved us up his list for sure. And everyone I don't want to go to Paris, though. No? Paris? At least here. Gotcha. I, I don't know if I want to go to Paris, Paris, but I want to go to Disneyland, Paris. <laughs> you could you can do them separately. And everyone in Edcott who's listening is like, yeah, that sounds good. Let's, let's consider Disneyland, Paris. So we appreciate you sharing your trip with us. If you, uh, if you've stayed with us so far, you downloaded, listening, go to your, uh, go to your podcast server of choice. Go to, go to Stitcher, go to Apple Podcasts, go to Podcast Player, uh, go to Overcast, anywhere. Find the reviews if you could and leave us a review that helps us move us up the rankings, which really just gets, gets the show across to more people. We would really appreciate that. So for downloading and listening, we'd like to thank you for my friend, Peter, for my friend, Jan, have a great day. See you, everybody. Bye. All right, Jan, before we go, I know you have some tips that you wanted to share with us, which we can all benefit from because we are truly like babes in the woods when we go over to, to Europe. So give us some of your tips. So my number one tip would be if you want to see characters in the studios park, you have to use a, an app that's called Line Bertie, like Liberty, but you spell the word line first, Line Bertie. And in the morning that you visit, you sign up to see the characters that day. That's the only way that you could see Mickey, Woody, and Buzz in the, in the studio's park. The other thing I would suggest is do not buy PhotoPass. It's completely different than it is in Florida. I don't recall seeing any PhotoPass photographers except at one or two of the character stops. And I've, I've also heard that advice from other people as well. When, when you, when you say different, great, what, what do you mean different? Like, like th- there's no one to take your picture. So PhotoPass, right. where are they getting, I mean, why are they charging you for? Is it ride photos? Yes, there are some ride photos. And they're probably the same places you would expect to see in Florida. But I don't know that I would pay for ride photos if that's all I was getting. You, there was no one standing in front of the castle, for instance. Just the places you would expect to see pictures and photographers, there weren't anyone. It wasn't anyone there. Wow, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Then the other thing that was really helpful to me was a Facebook group that's called Disneyland Paris Advice Group. I found out some great things on there. Again, that's one of the places people were saying, don't bother paying for the photo pass. One of the other things I learned on that site was they have recently allowed you to start booking online for your reservations for dining because in the past you actually had to call to make those and they now allow you to do that and it it's not six months in advance but it's more than the two months which was previous where you would call and the website for that would be is called salon mickey you could just google it and find your dining reservations that way Hmm. And then one of the other interesting things here is that the Fantasyland area starts shutting down about 8 or 8.30. So you would be on a ride, and you would see at 8 o'clock, ride closes, lines over with, and, and the park didn't close till 10.30 that night. Weird. So I had heard that from other people as well. Right. So the park in, in the Fantasyland area, it all shut down by 8.30. Nothing was open in that area. So we walked over to the Frontierland and looked it started shutting down as well. What? So it was like the whole park shut down by about 9.30. So we literally sat and just waited on the parade at 10, or not the parade, but the nighttime show at 
I'm not sure why they do that unless they just really want people to get out of the parks. And <laughs> That's a good way to get you out of the park. Down, you know? <laughs> That's right. We're going to shut down at 1030. It's I'm nothing going, going. You're gone. Okay. So, yeah. That's bizarre. Yeah. So they start like at the back of the park practically and start working you forward, just 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 dropping power on things. Sorry. Next next land. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> For sure. And then the other interesting thing with the Sequoia Lodge and Newport Bay is if you have a stroller and you're walking back, the way the, they are situated is the lobby is actually on the second floor. So you the shuttles will drop you off in the lobby on the second floor. But if you're walking back, you land on the first floor and there is one small elevator that will fit a family. And you would have to go up to the second floor then to get to the larger bank of elevators to get to your room. So if you wait till after the fireworks are over and you walk back, there's 30 people or more waiting, or 30 families or more waiting for that one tiny elevator. Oh my gosh. So definitely not handicapped accessible, definitely not handicapped friendly. Wow. So that was kind of interesting as well. Is that a European yeah. norm? Because like I, I'm thinking, like America, yeah. I'd be like, 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 no way, you know. So, because like with the small elevators and whatnot, that must be just something acceptable in, in Europe. Yes. Okay. They don't have. The they don't have. Yeah, they don't have the Americans with Disabilities Act in France. Cultural differences. Gotcha. Okay. Right. And we saw very few wheelchairs. Those who needed one, I actually saw more on crutches if they were able to walk on crutches. I saw one lady in a wheelchair, and they didn't even park the bus and help her get on. They actually, people just ran onto the bus, and they drove off. And she'd been sitting there before other people had been. So completely different than what we're used to in, in Disney World. They, yeah. And they didn't have the scooters. We saw one lady on a scooter, um, but they didn't have the scooters everywhere else as well. But very... A lot of stairs, even the rides, the storybook ride on the canal, you had to go upstairs to come back down the stairs. So I would say if you have mobility issues, it, it's going to be a challenge for you. That's like the best tip you've given today because there are definitely people that, I mean, that's, 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 that's real life. You know, you go to Florida, the only reason why, why some people go to Walt Disney World is because they're still allowed to travel with their family and participate. So, yeah, strollers right. are, my, you know. Yeah. My niece is in a wheelchair, and she was a Make-A-Wish kid, so it's you know it hits home a lot more here than it than it would to some other pe- people. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Any other tips? So I, I think um, watch your stuff if you're in Paris. It's pickpockets are everywhere, and you know I can't say it enough. One of the the people that went with us, our friends that stayed in Paris the whole time, my my coworker and his wife. She actually had her phone stolen in the metro, and he said it was 45 seconds. She was looking at it. She put it in her pocket. They walked up a flight of steps, and it was gone. Hmm. He said, I didn't see anybody. She didn't feel anything. So definitely guard your stuff, especially with kids. I think it would be difficult to make sure they aren't carrying their phones around and, you know, showing their phones. Oh, good good thought, because my kids all have their phones. Yeah. They, they, they don't work, obviously, in Europe. The, the plan they have is only in, you know, America and, and Puerto Rico and whatnot, but... Uh, yeah, great tip there because, of course, kids are going to have their phones out. They'll be doing something stupid with it, putting it down in the seat, and it's gone, you know. So, yeah, good. Right. Okay. Right. And, again, with disabilities, stairs are everywhere in the metros. If you're in Paris, stairs, 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 stairs. So that also goes with pack light. Do not carry your American 50-pound suitcase. Drag it up and down the stairs in the in the metro station. Mm. Pack as light as you possibly can. <laughs> Man, those are all great tips. Okay. Yeah. 
So that's that's my tips. I think that's all I've got on those. Awesome. But again, if you want to contact me on Edcot and ask me anything specifically, I'm more than happy to help. Thanks for sharing them, Jan. No problem.